Welcome to Resilience in You with Beth Page. It's thought that challenges and uncertainty make us the people we are today. Where success comes in is how resilient we are in the face of adversity. Being resilient means taking a break, creating a sense of calm in our storm. You start today. Here's your host, Beth Page. Welcome, fabulous humans, to Resilience in You. I'm your host, Beth Page. And I'm delighted today to be welcoming a colleague and a friend, Louise McDonald, to the show. Today may be the perfect day for you to contemplate resilience in you. I'm calling in from the traditional unceded and ancestral territories of the Halat, Penelicate, and Stuminas families. I am grateful to the families who have stewarded this land for generations. And as a guest, I am grateful to be able to live, learn, work, and play on these ancestral territories. I'm also delighted to be inviting uh, Louise McDonald uh, into our conversation today. Louise is an experienced process improvement facilitator. She is a uh, life partner with her spouse for 34 years and proud mom of two adult children. Welcome, Louise, to Resilience in You. Thank you, Breath. It's really great to be here with you. Mm. And what would you like our listeners to know about Louise McDonald? Well, I'm uh, the older sister of uh, just one other sister. I just have one sister. And um, uh, we are both uh, essential caregivers to our 91-year-old father who has uh, dementia and uh, cancer and uh, lives in a retirement residence. And we are accompanying him on, uh, on his journey. And this is the story of resilience that um, you're bringing forward uh, today. Uh, so share a little bit about this journey and what that's been like for you. Well, um, we've taken a team approach to, uh, to caring for our father. And uh, so, um, as I said, my sister and I, um, I guess we co-lead that team, so to speak. But um, we have certainly our partners are involved. Um, between the two of us, we have uh, four adult children, and uh, they are involved as well. Um, the team extends, of course, to all the staff at the retirement residence uh, where our father lives, as well as to uh, the medical uh, professionals that, uh, that support him. And uh, we, we set a goal for ourselves. The, our journey started about three years ago. Um, and uh, the goal was to maintain his quality of life um, for as long as possible. And on occasion, we revisit that goal, but uh, it really hasn't changed. And we're, we're grateful that we still enjoy quality visits with him uh, today. Mm-hmm. And for um, people who uh, may not have been touched by dementia, um, talk a little bit about what that means in relationship to your experience, recognizing that everybody has their own journey. Uh, it means uh, for us that uh, over the years, he's gradually um, 
losing his memory and uh, and what uh, how, what that translates into is he really lives in the moment he's he's still present in the moment but um, gradually those moments are shorter and shorter so um, so we you know together with him we live in in that moment when we're with him and uh, as uh, as well uh, with dementia and with his experience with dementia we relive the moment and Mm -hmm. uh, and sometimes uh, we relive it over and over in a short period of time and um, but uh, but in that moment, um, we still are able to connect. Uh, he's he's still in there, and he's still our dad. And uh, so there is there is um, there are are beautiful moments within uh, within the time that we spend with him. So, mm-hmm. is there um, uh, this journey has its its own. Um, unique path, I think, that everyone walks. Um, and when you use the word beautiful moment, uh, what is there a particular beautiful moment that stands out for you um, in your own uh, experience of this journey? Yes. So um, one of the things uh, recently as, uh, as I was tucking him into bed and, and uh, saying, you know, goodbye to him for the evening, wishing him a good night, I told him I loved him. And he said, you know, if you love me as much as half as much as I love you, then hooray, we're winners, you know. So, uh, so moments like that are uh, are very very special so yeah. i immediately try to jot them down <laughs> yeah to remember them yeah because um uh the the opportunity to to be able to remind yourself of that when he's unable to is yeah. precious yeah and yeah did you want to say something else? Well, and you know, it's that's that uh, this particular uh, moment was only within the last few weeks. But um, as I think back over the last um, three years, um, you know, the when he had uh, he wasn't at the stage where he is now with respect to his memory. We'd often be sitting and having um, conversations within the scope of of what he was able to uh, do, but he would often surprise me, and uh, and so uh, I would uh, video him. Not so much to uh, I I got better at it. I was initially terrible in terms of holding the the camera, and I didn't want to intrude on on his privacy either. So trying to do it discreetly, but my sister and her um, fan, or husband went to, uh, abroad for a few months, and so I would video him, and then uh, these special conversations, and uh, and then send them, uh, send them, to share them. So yeah, yeah, it's a way to 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 keep her connected to to yeah. the team. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, uh, yeah, and I and you know for yourself. Uh, how have you characterized your role in this journey with your dad? 
So uh, for me, it's um, around uh, making sure that he has all the care that he needs, um, coordinating uh, and uh, doing all of that for him. Um, making at uh, this point, um, it wasn't always like this. We were, uh, we did um, consult him when we could, when mm -hmm. we can, um, and uh, but then making decisions uh, for him. And working with the team, the team being our family, um, the team being uh, the staff, and recognizing that everyone brings something different uh, to the team and, the, you know, that just enriches the variety of interactions that, uh, that he has with the t different people that he um, he comes into contact with, and so in our in our own family, we don't all um, interact with him in the same way. We don't. We each have come to this point in our lives, having cultivated a different type of relationship, our own individual relationship with our father, and so recognizing that um, everyone does something. Does things differently and refraining from uh, uh, imposing, um, you know, maybe what I think might be uh, the better approach, and and letting things um, unfold and letting and letting just sort of making space and making room for everyone on our team to um, have the relationship that they want to have with them because each of us come, come to this with and from a place of love. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think that's a, a powerful message for uh, families who are, who are navigating uh, uh, the care of a loved one and, and may be a little attached to um, their approach. Uh, and just the opportunity to recognize that um, uh, there's there's lots of approaches that all could be making that that contribution to quality of life. That's right. That's right. And you know, and it also uh, then when there are times where uh, recently, so my my sister is has been back for a while, and uh, but recently I was I was not able to care for my dad, so not able to go. She and I go in every day. One of us is in there uh, to visit with him every single day, but I wasn't able to do that. And so um, my brother-in-law uh, stepped in and uh, and took my place and. And another family member said to me, oh, that you must feel, you know, that's, that's too bad that you can't be with your dad. You know, you, you can't see him for a few days or whatever it was. And I said, no, this is an opportunity for my brother-in-law to spend some time with him and to, uh, to see him. So, um, you know, sometimes those things happen and, and you realize that, there's something wonderful that's going to come out of it. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so one of the pieces that you have talked about, um, just from your own your own journey, um, uh, it, the conversation we've had is is about the labor of love. Yes. Yes, uh, that has guided me. Um, at some point in this journey, it came to me that 
the accompanying our dad because this is his journey. This is not my journey. Uh, this is his, and uh, we are accompanying him on that journey. And um, I characterize it by saying that it's a labor of love, but without the labor. It's um, it it it's it's truly um, it's a special a special journey that he's on he's palliative um at this point and um but uh we're we're lucky uh we're happen to be in the same city um and that we can be present for him and and be there uh on a daily basis to uh to help him through this mm-hmm. yeah and um what this is happening in the midst of COVID as well. Yes. And what have been the additional complexities that you've watched as this um, has happened in the context of a pandemic as well? Yeah. Well, it's uh, definitely uh, additional uh, complexities um, from, uh, um, you know, just not uh, not being able to take him out uh, is probably um, one of the the bigger ones um, and uh, so that you know we used to uh, bring him to our house for the day and uh, and he would spend some time with us that way um, taken for a drive for example and all of those things um, we have not been able to do uh, nevertheless uh, we are extremely grateful to have been able to um, continue to uh, visit with him uh, through through this time and, and care for him. Um, it's uh, also uh, supporting um, the staff uh, within the residence um, through uh, this through this period and uh, and. You know, I think of his suite, I think of it as an extension of my home. Mm -hmm. And so if there are, as I'm there, if there are things that I can do, then I just do them. So, for example, if if I notice that his sheets might need changing in between the the regular schedule of of the residents, then I just do it. Um, If uh, the recycle has to go out, then I, again, I, I take it upon myself to just do those, those small things to, um, there's small ways to, to support uh, the people that are uh, working very hard and, and through difficult circumstances and doing an amazing and incredible job in taking care of him, but in taking care of everyone else as well. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, um, the staff uh, are an extended part of your your care team. They are. They are. Yes. Uh, all all staff in, within the residence, um, and uh, and we're very grateful uh, to each and every one of them. Um, I think one of the things that we feel very fortunate, both with uh, the staff at his residence and his medical uh, team is um, we're surrounded by people that we uh, trust and respect. And uh, we remind ourselves that uh, they, this is not new to them. This is, this is new to us. 
This is our first time on this journey. And um, so we don't have any experience at it and we don't have any other points of reference and we don't know, and we don't know what's coming ahead. And they have been wonderful in advising us and guiding us. And uh, they also um, anticipate uh, what our father will need uh, next. And that is part of the conversations that we have. And they, they, they bring forward those conversations sometimes at a time where I haven't been ready to hear that. And, uh, but because I trust them uh, and I respect their professional expertise and judgment, um, we have uh, taken their guidance and is, it has proven to be the right thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, timing, timing is a pretty, um, Im- pretty important, I, just the readiness, right? That they're, it's almost like they're socializing and, Yes. advising you of what's to come so that you can plan as a family and have the conversations that are so important. Yeah. 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 And with that, we're going to take a very quick break and uh, we'll be right back with Louise McDonald on Resilience and You. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. At Dreamcatcher Consulting, Beth Page helps her clients assess and build resilience initiatives that support and strengthen resilience. Visit dreamcatcher-consulting.com for more information about the Resilience at Work assessment for teams, leaders, and individuals in a company environment. Beth is an accredited Resilience at Work consultant in North America who works with clients from all over the world. Find your resilience. Reach out to Beth now at dreamcatcher-consulting.com. Check out and order the second edition of Change Happens. In business, many leaders have a great vision, but find their companies are lacking adequate execution. Transformative Experts with host Chris Elias takes you behind the scenes with real-life business leaders and transformative experts who can pinpoint why. Listen to learn how company culture drives execution to optimize results. How can you afford to miss it? Tune in live every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. And catch our weekly replay on the Voice America Influencers Channel, Sundays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time. Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has a mobile app for iOS, Android, or Amazon Kindle. Visit the Apple App Store, Amazon, or Google Play to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. 
This is Resilience in You with Beth Page. We invite you to send questions or comments about the show via email to beth at dreamcatcher-consulting.com. That's beth at dreamcatcher-consulting.com. Now back to Resilience in You. Welcome back, fabulous humans. I'm here with my special guest, Louise McDonald, uh, sharing her story uh, as an essential caregiver uh, with her father. And uh, we went to break talking a little bit about uh, the impact of these COVID times uh, as an added uh, dimension of complexity uh, and just um, interested in learning more about your reflections and experience um, and what you're noticing. So uh, one of the things that um, obviously we, we've gotten to know the staff uh, very well, uh, being there on a daily basis. And, um, and so, you know, we, we check in with them to see how they're doing, how, how is their family uh, doing through these uh, difficult and challenging times? And, um, uh, you know, what... Uh, asking them too, you know, what, if there's anything we can do um, um, to support and, you know, listening, listening um, and uh, um, exchanging, you know, our own stories about how, how we're all coping, but mostly listening to how they're doing. And, um, and when we arrive, um, we make sure that uh, I always make sure that they see that I've, that I'm there and so then they know that you know my dad is uh, has someone with him and uh, and then same um, when uh, when I leave I uh, make sure to let them know that I'm leaving and it's also an opportunity to say you know hey he's you know he seems to be having a good night and good evening um, and uh, I can ask them I ask them too how how he's doing from their perspective and they, they share some of uh, their insights as well um, and uh, and and sometimes you know when I when I leave I also share well you know he he doesn't seem to be having uh, as good a day as as maybe yesterday and uh, you know I share what I've done uh, that evening to try to help things along, and uh, and then uh, it, it just it makes for a good exchange, and we really we really are in this together. So uh, it's keeping keeping those lines of communication open and being transparent, and um, and it was interesting because uh, recently um, we did have some challenges. Uh, as his anxiety increased, and um, you know, we, my sister, we, my sister and I, continued to to go in and 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 have visits and so forth, and but there were some challenges, and um, one uh, one night we left or I left, and um, then uh, the next day they told us that um, you know he hadn't had a good night, but uh, they said you know. We didn't call you, and we didn't call you because we knew that there was nothing else that you could do. And, you know, so to me, that was a testament as that our, our the communication uh, between us was, uh, was good. And um, anyway, things did improve uh, following changes to... Uh, to his medication and, and so forth, which 
is a good thing. He's in a better place now, and that's the most important thing. <laughs> yeah, the ongoing um, quality of life reminder. Yes, yes. And a big part of quality of life at this uh, stage is uh, loneliness. And, um, and that, I would say, you know, I, I mentioned earlier, he has, uh, of course, the dementia, but he also has cancer. Um, and so uh, at different periods of time, there is some pain associated with the cancer. And, um, but, uh, but the loneliness, um, I don't necessarily consider the loneliness um, attached to either the dementia or the uh, cancer, although I, I guess it's fair to say that because of the dementia, there's um, fewer things that he can do on his own to occupy his time that he used to do before. Um, so there would be that part. But, um, but having said all that, the loneliness is the one challenge that um, my sister and I can help out with. And, uh, and so, uh, through our visits and, uh, um, to him. So, um, so in that way, uh, it's, uh, it's difficult. Um, and at times we find the loneliness is the biggest of the three, uh, challenges, but, um, but it's comforting to know that, uh, that we are helping alleviate that by spending time with him and we adjust our schedules accordingly so he's going to bed earlier now he's more tired and uh so we've had to adjust our schedule in terms of when uh, when we go visit but um but we always end our visit with uh i'll see you tomorrow and uh and because it's a live in the moment situation um i know that it's not i'm not the one who's on for the next day it's my sister but uh Anyway, um, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it's good. Uh, it's good. We're kind of, yeah. It's that sounds a little bit like you're saying, see you tomorrow on behalf of you and your sister, because that's one of you will be there. Yes, that's yes. right. That's right. There's a, and, there's, a, there's a royal we in all of there this. There is a royal we. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And he does get us confused. And to the point where one day he said to me, he said, uh, he said, Louise never comes to see me. <laughs> Obviously thinking I was my sister. <laughs> yes. Anyway. And, and so. isn't, isn't that just so cute when you think about parents who try to raise uh, children without showing special treatment <laughs> and at some point are like, that child never comes. <laughs> oh my gosh. As a sibling, right? It was always me telling on my sibling and my sibling telling on me. Uh, never my parents telling on my sibling to me. So, well, the I, filters uh, are gone. <laughs> yes, indeed. Indeed. And, um, and so um, knowing uh, that you and, and your sister um, and uh, the, the family members that reach out from that, what guidance would you offer uh, families that are in a shared um, situation uh, companioning a family member? Um, I would say, uh, from my perspective, I feel uh, very fortunate uh, to um, be part of our family team 
in going through this, for the support uh, to be able to uh, lean on each other. And um, through this journey, we're open uh, with each other in terms of, um, uh, you know, when, when things are, uh, are difficult uh, or challenging, um, we resolve them together. Um, we, we talk uh, almost daily um, with respect to uh, how, how things are going. And um, uh, just to uh, keep each other aware of, um, of the situation and uh, also to get input as well because we all bring a different perspective. And so um, we, you know, we share our own perspective, um, including, you know, uh, again, there's my sister and I um, and uh, our spouses. Um, our children also have a, a perspective as well. And so we invite them into the conversation as well. And um, the importance of, of respecting uh, the different approaches and communicating uh, to each other are critical to maintain um, those, uh, those good family ties um, as, we, as we go through this together. Yeah. And are there some specific examples that come to mind for you of what's worked for you in terms of maintaining the focus on team and maintaining the focus on your dad? Uh, I think um, one of the things that we do periodically as we have to um, make decisions around um, medical care is um, we say, okay, uh, so there's been a change. Um, and, and how it has worked is there's a change in his condition. And so during the change, um, we're a little bit in a, a crisis uh, mode, and uh, and then things inevitably um, plateau at a new level. So there's a new normal that gets established, and so when these things, when uh, when it happens, then we check in with ourselves um, in terms of okay. Uh, is our what's our goal? Our goal has always been to maintain uh, the quality of life uh, as long as possible. Um, and uh, is that still the goal? Okay, if it's still the goal, then what what is it that's available to us in terms of um, uh, help um, and uh, whether that be changes to medication or treatments, uh, as it was. Uh, um, in the first uh, couple of years, then um, and and how are we going to approach that? And so, you know, different. We we each bring our own perspective, and when then we draw on uh, resources from our past. So, how would what was our mother's approach to our dad's condition? Because. Our journey with him started three years ago when she passed. Of course, we were on the journey prior to that as well. But um, our mother uh, was the gatekeeper. And so uh, we were not uh, primary drivers. We had input, but um, 
she was doing it her way, um, as it should be. And we reflect on that and try to draw from it as well. You know, what would she do? What would she want us to do for our dad? And that acts as both um, a way to guide our decision-making and to bring us together as a family as well. It's, it's unifying. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, even though she's no longer with us, she is still a part of, um, of this journey and, and a very important one uh, as well. So, mm-hmm. And it sounds like <clears throat> you've extended the, um, your experience uh, when uh, she was the essential caregiver to including your children in the decisions that are being made now. Yes, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, yeah, so so we consult with them and, um, uh, and we've, um, up until uh, COVID, um, you know, they uh, actively would visit uh, with uh, with their grandfather and uh, and how we've included them uh, during COVID is uh, we do when when I'm there I'll do FaceTime um, with one of them and uh, and what's helped is actually and it, it helps while we're there visiting too is finding things to do because sometimes the time can be long you know and so uh, for example so I'll FaceTime um, with our son and I'll say. You know, why don't you give, uh, uh, um, you know, my dad a tour of the apartment? And uh, so he walks around and, you know, he he uh, describes, um, you know, and my dad can get a visual and ask questions. And so it, it helps. Um, it helps keep that connection uh, for mm-hmm. him. So those, those are some of the things that, uh, that we do or, um, yeah, to, to help them continue to be connected, to continue to be part of it and to support, um, to support my sister and I as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. is there, is, are there specific tips for doing this as a family that you two have sorted and learned out that someone else might benefit from? Um, yeah. Well, one of the things is um, my uh, we, we try and play to each other's strengths, uh, so to speak. So uh, one thing that I had started to do with him and um, was to uh, play some CDs that he likes, his older, you know, his CDs. And um, I would sit and bring up the words on my phone and we would sing uh, to, uh, to the music. And, uh, and it was fun. And, and uh, I'm, well, anyway, ni- neither of us have uh, trained or trained voices by any <laughs> stretch of the imagination. Um, but uh, yeah, he, he enjoyed it. And he would say, well, I don't think we're ready to take it on the road yet, but maybe with some practice. So anyway, uh, so things like that. My sister um, brings a lot of creativity. She had him, she brought some silverware and had him polishing silver. Uh, yes. 
uh, to uh, to uh, occupy him, and uh, and so that uh, that worked out really well. As a matter of fact, he said to her, "It felt really good to do something useful." <laughs> mm. So, um, yeah, so we try to, uh, and, you know, we, I play cards. Well, we, we play cards with him, that type of thing. Um, and uh, for a while, we were able to do puzzles uh, together. So, so that was another uh, um, thing. So I think the key is to find, you have to enjoy it. You, as the person spending mm-hmm. time uh, with him, um, have to enjoy the activities that you're going to do. So for so I did think about the silver for myself, and then I said to my sister, "I don't think that's my thing." So uh, and that's fine. And I'm so I'm thrilled that uh, that uh, he's got this rich variety of different types of activities um, because we bring something different. So mm-hmm. yeah, wonderful. Thank you for sharing that. And as uh, we head into a quick break, uh, I'm here with my special guest, Louise McDonald, uh, sharing uh, some precious stories and um, the experience of um, companioning a parent as, uh, as we maintain quality of life. So we'll take a quick break and we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. At Dreamcatcher Consulting, Beth Page helps her clients assess and build resilience initiatives that support and strengthen resilience. Visit dreamcatcher-consulting.com for more information about the resilience at work assessment for teams, leaders, and individuals in a company environment. Beth is an accredited Resilience at Work consultant in North America who works with clients from all over the world. Find your resilience. Reach out to Beth now at dreamcatcher-consulting.com. Check out and order the second edition of Change Happens. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. There are two types of leaders in business. Those who are nice, compassionate people. And frankly, they are the people who fail to get a lot done. Then there are those who can get everything done and so much more. But they are greedy, unethical, and self-centered. The Compassionate Samurai Business Hour with Kathy Fairbanks finds a way to use the best of both types of leaders to help you create a dynamic roadmap to success. Tune in every Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Business. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Voice America. 
This is Resilience in You with Beth Page. We invite you to send questions or comments about the show via email to beth at dreamcatcher-consulting.com. That's beth at dreamcatcher-consulting.com. Now back to Resilience in You. And we're back with my guest, Louise McDonald. Uh, and uh, the you know, we opened the, sh- the show talking about um, presence when we are companioning uh, uh, when you're comp- as you're companioning your dad, presence, being present. Uh, and yet this journey takes place over time. Uh, and so what are, what are you doing for yourself um, to contribute to your resilience uh, as, as you companion your dad on this journey? One of the things that I do is... Um, exercise on a regular basis. Uh, That's one thing that helps me. So uh, it's a a very simple regime. Um, I have a treadmill and I get up uh, Monday to Friday and uh, I run um, on the treadmill and uh, maintaining that routine um, uh, and also a routine of, you know, healthy eating and, and so forth has uh, allowed me to have the, the health and the stamina um to uh to you know be on this journey um and and be the the best that that i can be um and another thing as well is to take breaks um so that i would say is uh critical is to know when that you when you are no longer being effective um, as a caregiver, and that can be sometimes um, during a visit uh, where, um, you know, perhaps it's a, a difficult time uh, for my dad and uh, I'm not at my best necessarily, or I've run out of uh, ideas on how to um, move away from uh, what sometimes can be a continual uh, loop of uh, of conversation where where he gets stuck on the same thing or fixated on the same thing, and um, so I what I do is I I uh, just uh, take a break and I'm just going to go get a drink of water and and I leave the room for a few minutes, um, walk maybe pace a little bit outside his door, um, and uh, collect myself and. Uh, and then go back in um, um, a little more uh, refreshed, a little more refreshed. Uh, The other thing um, I would say is uh, other breaks that uh, I've taken have been um, if if I'm at home and um, and, uh, particularly when my sister was away and I was the only one, there were some days I was just not up for going in to visit him. And so uh, in some cases, then in that case, I would call him and, um, and sometimes I wasn't even up for making the phone call. And so I would ask somebody else maybe uh, to make it or uh, I would just accept that it was okay uh, that um, today he would not have a visit or a phone call, but that he was well taken care of um, by the people uh, by the staff and the people that surround him on a daily basis, that take care of him on a daily basis for all the hours when uh, when I'm not there. So, um, 
and uh, and then you know the the next day when I visit, I you know I'm I'm in a better place because I've taken that break and that time mm-hmm. for myself. So acknowledging that, talking it through, um, I talk it through with my sister. I talk it through with my husband. Um, and, uh, I'm lucky, uh, have a lot of support. Um, and so, uh, so that, uh, yeah, those are, are important things that I'm doing uh, for myself. The other thing as well is in order to sort through, uh, decisions, uh, about his treatments and, and medication and so forth, um, it's important for me to ask questions and, uh, of uh, the professionals that, and staff, and in order to get the information, not to, not ask questions to question them. I'm not questioning what they're saying or what they're advising. I'm questioning it because I need to learn a little bit more about it so that I can process what they're telling me. And um, so, questioning to get information so I can process um, in order to make decisions uh, mm-hmm. with respect to his care and uh so uh that um that's another uh um important aspect of uh of this journey Mm -hmm. well and i you know and i am hearing in that um uh just a uh uh such an acknowledgement of the humanity of this journey and you know, as somebody who runs, this isn't a sprint, it's a marathon. Mm-hmm. And um, in running a marathon, there are points in time in that journey where we feel a little less uh, uh, strong and, uh, and uh, prepared to, to finish the race. And so um, what, a, what a powerful way of, of bringing that metaphor of those water station moments to refuel um, to hydrate, to engage in self-care as, a, as an ongoing approach. Um, uh, I, I think there's a lot of people in the world that say it's a matter of doing more rather than being more. And those breaks really seem to support you in being in mm-hmm. that presence that you talk about. Yeah. And and you're right about the being because sometimes, um, you know, I've talked about, uh, for example, um, you you were asking about tips. And so some of the tips uh, in terms of when we visit, always usually do a snack time. So he has a little refrigerator that we keep stocked with uh, um, some little snacks. He's got a sweet tooth, so it's not hard. Um, and uh, so, so that's... Uh, that's part of it, and um, and 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 sometimes, sometimes we just we sit there quietly and we listen to music, and uh, so it it and that's okay, mm-hmm. you know. Sometimes that's that's the activity is is to just is to just do that, mm-hmm. and sometimes it's because that's what he needs, and sometimes it's because that's what I need is is to just. Um, sit there and and uh, just be together. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that you find yourself um, looking forward to uh, 
as uh, COVID restrictions begin to lift. Yes. We, uh, I'd love to be able to take him to, for a drive mm. and uh, out for ice cream. He loves mm. that. So before COVID, that's what we did. <laughs> um, I'd love to uh, take him to, uh, to our home mm-hmm. and uh, spend the afternoon here and have a meal. Um, he, loved, he likes going out uh, for meals. So it would be fun to go out uh, for pizza. Uh, that would be nice too. Um, so yeah, so hoping that we will have uh, those opportunities, but um, maybe not. But and recognizing that uh, that you know his world is shrinking, mm-hmm. and uh, those those moments may have passed, and that has nothing to do with COVID. Um, yeah. So, uh, um, and that's okay. And then just being, you know, grateful for what we have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, because it is about this moment. It is about this moment, and that's that's been uh, definitely. Uh, I'm a. I tend to be a planner uh, by nature, and uh, so living in the moment has been uh, has been. Um, challenging at times but uh but rewarding as Mm -hmm. well Mm -hmm. and uh yeah so yeah the the gift of uh a beautiful moment and um what is the comment uh uh your presence is the present Mm. yes Mm -hmm. yes yeah yeah well said and I'd love to remember who it is, but it's not coming up. Uh, so I'll have to put it out into the universe that uh, someone else, some some fabulous <laughs> human said that. Uh, um, and um, I, I uh, am so grateful for uh, uh, the sharing of your story today because I, I just envision our listeners being members of families and trying to sort some of this stuff out and um, benefiting from uh, a path that you and your sister and extended family are walking in service of, of your dad's journey. And if you were going to offer one kind of message to family members who who may be experiencing some challenges, what would it be? What have you reminded yourself of? That uh, we continue to be grateful for the quality visits that we're having. Mm-hmm. And so it, I guess uh, that keeps us going um, is our gratitude for uh for the quality visits. And I guess I would say too, um, in our, in, and our dad drives this, uh, he still has a sense of humor. He's still him. He, mm-hmm. he is still him. And, uh, and cherish that. And, um, you know, cherish, cherish those moments and, um, you know, try to stay just see the good in, in everything. It's, uh, it's an interesting journey. Um, 
and it's it's that's well, it's I don't know it's a privilege it's um yeah that's I, I I'm sort of at a loss for words to <laughs> to maybe describe it but um I, I I guess it's kind of funny but I would just say yeah in, enjoy 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 it enjoy enjoy the challenge enjoy the journey embrace the challenges move forward um keep moving forward um but don't look too far ahead just um my sister says you know that's a tomorrow problem mm. and that's very helpful to me you know mm -hmm. so um, what are we experiencing today? Yeah. And uh, what are the good things that uh, we're experiencing right now? What are the challenges that need attention right away? And what are the things that we can put aside? And some of the things that we put aside, yes, some of them we have to pick up either tomorrow or down the line, but sometimes they're put aside and, and we don't have to pick them up. Mm -hmm. You know, they get taken care of in other ways. So... Yeah. Well, thank you so much for um, sharing your story in service of um, what windows it might open for uh, folks who are in this very real and present journey for themselves with family members right now. And I'm uh, just really holding uh, the passage, that's a tomorrow problem. <laughs> uh, because I think today, uh, has been a fabulous day to explore the humanity of resilience uh, uh, as as you've companioned uh, companioned your dad uh, on his journey. And I'm also really appreciating the um, permission you've given yourself to make requests, to have people make calls, to give yourself a break. In, in, when that's been needed in service of you being able to show up as your best self uh, in your relationship with your dad. Uh, so thank you for joining us today. And as we close today's show, um, really invite you to contemplate uh, what of Louise's story and her tips for resilience might be of service to you if these COVID times have... Um, uh, truncated your uh, exercise uh, and wellness priorities. Uh, the conversation doesn't have to end here. Feel free to connect on social media. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Change Wisdom, and we'll look forward to seeing you again next week. Thanks for joining us today on Resilience and You. Thank you for tuning in to Resilience and You. Please join your host, Beth Page, again next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. This week, if you find that you're facing some personal stress, try to find your calm. Be resilient. Be resilient.